Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Abenez. And today we are about to go off on minute one, which begins with a police whistle blowing as light crests on the Universal logo and ends with the silhouette of a police officer approaching the camera as the credit for Big Talk Productions appears on the screen. It's a, it's a little more it's a little more aggressive this season. Uh-huh. We're about to go off. Yeah. On it sounds like we're really about to like tear into this minute. Yeah. And it's a very it's a very chill minute. I actually <laughs> really enjoy I don't know, like what, what watching it this time, I was thinking about the um you know, the opening moments of Sean mm-hmm. where it's you know, immediately dialogue mm-hmm. and and like and I, I loved that because it was what made me fall in like, oh I really like this witty dialogue or like the, the speed of it. But I really do there, there is something really cool and confident about just like opening on just, you know, yeah, your lead. Well, what I what I think is, I mean, but they did that in Sean as well. But what I think is interesting is that Sean opens on a close, close up yeah. of of Sean, and this and begin opens on a wide shot of Nicholas Angel. Yes, from a distance. One one is a very abrupt. Like this is your lead, and yeah. and and, the, and this is uh, whether he likes it or not. Yeah, whether he likes it or not, this is your lead, and this is like he's walking towards you. He's like, I'm the lead. Yeah, he walks up to you very confidently. No music, no background noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it's good. So, uh, so this opening bit with the uh, police whistle and the and the police sirens. Um, what this actually is is a. Uh, a sort of um, historical it's, it's, it's police hi- sirens through history. So it starts with a police whistle mm-hmm. and it, it builds, you know, through the thirties, forties, fifties, seventies, you know, and then finally there's like modern police sirens toward the end. Yeah. And it's very, uh, it's very subtle. I mean, like it, you, you wouldn't, that's like a commentary fact. You know what I mean? Like I, I you know, I couldn't, you couldn't catch that, but it's, but it's in the, it's just a cool way to, he really knows how to start his movies. That, mm-hmm. that, that makes me think of the uh, the ringing at the beginning of Baby Driver. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And the um, uh, the uh, last call bell or whatever um, right. in Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So that works too. Uh, also interesting, um, our last film, we talked about uh, Shaun of the Dead being WT2, um, which was the sort of like low budget working title uh, films, these mm-hmm. sort of like under under ten mil, yeah, um, working title films were WT two, and this is uh, Edgar Wright's first working title proper, okay, production, yeah. Um, so this this uh, this film cost uh, a little over, I think it was fourteen million pounds. I think is what it cost mm-hmm. uh, the production budget on Hot Fuzz. Uh, so you know another, I think six million more than Sean. I think Sean, if I'm remembering correctly, was eight million. 
Okay. Uh, and this is like 14, so just a little bit more. So it, it it's definitely a hop, but not a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. You know, the yeah. way that like safety not guaranteed and then straight to Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. Right. Not insane. Sure. Yeah. Not completely insane. Um, also not a, not a franchise. So yeah. Well, it was a different yeah. era. Right. Uh, that kind of really, yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't it, isn't it weird how, I don't know. Like, would, would, I mean, is, is baby driver technically his, his, his biggest budget? No. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. That's it. That's budget. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim had like an $80 million budget. I think, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm remembering correctly, I think baby driver was like around 65, 60, 65, right. something like that. So a little smaller, but probably more difficult because it was less uh, screens and special effects. And more stunt work. More, right. And practical oh, effects. Exactly. Cumbersome. Um, which is cheaper, but more complicated yeah. And, and, yeah. and everything. Uh, so Hot Fuzz took, uh, the writing process was 18 months. Uh, it consisted of uh, nine months of research and development, interviewing uh, beat cops and uh, in small towns as well as in London mm. um, and just sort of coming up with like neat little anecdotes and things that they could write into this story here right. and there. Uh, and then it took nine months to um, complete a, uh, a draft of the, of the script. I don't know if it was the first draft or the final draft, but it took nine months um, is what uh, my research came up with is that uh, nine months research and development, nine months, of writing. Um, and of course, while this was Edgar's sort of only thing, he was doing like some music videos and things like mm-hmm. that during this era after Shaun of the Dead. Um, a lot of music video, uh, a lot of music artists like, you know, reached out to him and was mm-hmm. like, you know, please do a music video for my, for my, uh, whatever. And so he, he would, he did a few music, music videos at the time. I think this is about when he did the, um, the music video with uh, Noel Fielding, right? The yeah. famously, yeah, the, and the inspiring Baby Driver, right? Exactly. Um, so I think that I think that's about when he was doing that. But of course, uh, Simon Pegg had other stuff going on during this. So I think that was uh, it. It definitely fed into the eighteen month process of writing this because he was a busy guy. Sure. If I yeah. It, right? uh, well, shortly after uh, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Pegg uh, in our in our in our wheelhouse, he starred in uh, a Big Finish audio play version of uh, Stronium Dog, or Johnny Alpha the Stronium Dog, uh, a mutant bounty hunter from the uh, 2000 AD comics line. So I oh. guess Big Finish also did 2000 AD stuff. As I, I've only ever heard of them doing Doctor Who. Yeah, they but, do other stuff because they do Dark Shadows. And yeah. um, I think they did, they did the other Terry Nation show. Uh, creator of the Daleks, Terry Nation. He had another show that he like, or he had a show that he like created. I forget what it was called, but I think they did that. Hanging with the Daleks. Yeah, hanging with the Daleks. No G. Um, no, but he he had like another space show uh, that have, has been threatened to be remade uh, a lot lately. Sure, sure. sure. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, I I, I like that. I like there, there's something I think his character from space would appreciate that. Peg played a character called Johnny Alpha, the Stronium Dog. Yeah, uh, based on a 2000 AD comic. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I've always been meaning to like that. That that's one level of geekery that I haven't really like spelunked into yet. Is 2000 AD? Like I've seen Dread. Like I love Dread. I've seen yeah. Judge Dread, the Stallone one, and the Carl Urban one. But sure. I've, I've never held a. I've never read any 2000 AD. To be honest. Yeah, they're honestly they're because they're imported. They're a little pricey. That's the thing. Is that yeah? yeah I, I you know I don't. You can't walk into a. We can't walk into a borders anymore anyway, but you know, <laughs> like, they didn't really have those at the, but, uh, and then, uh, we're familiar with this, uh, speaking of big finish, he, uh, Peck appeared in a, uh, Dctor Who audio story, Invaders right. from Mars. Uh, he played the uh, villainous editor 
in the 2005 reboot of Doctor Who with Christopher Eccleston. Oh, and Billy right. Piper. I, I guess that was before this, and, huh? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and then uh, yeah, there's a, that story that, you know, you've heard where he famously said during an interview, like, oh, I'm not about to go off and do Mission Impossible 3. And then he did. Right. Uh, and playing Benji Dunn in, for the first time in 2006 in J.J. Abrams' Mission Impossible 3, which until very recently was my favorite Mission Impossible film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he, he's great in that. I remember being really excited for, like, I, I remember being really excited for Mission Impossible 3 just because by then I was such a J.J. Abrams devotee. Sure. Um, that it being a bad robot joint and Simon Pegg being in it and Kanye West doing the theme song. I'm not kidding. That was part of why I was excited. Um, oh wow! I forgot he did the theme yeah, song for that yeah, one. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, and and but yeah, so I, that was really that was a cool summer. And then uh, the very next year, uh, 2007, Hot Fuzz. Yeah. So Peg was busy, and then he was so also in. Um, did, yeah, did he do the the David Schwimmer yes, movie? Okay, uh, a big nothing. Big nothing. That's the one, right? Uh, with his American accent. Right, right. I've seen that. Yeah, you have. Yeah, it's You're, pretty good. Like it's not. It's not. I you know I find that even though even the um, projects that he chooses to be a part of that like aren't great he's always good in them and then and then also they're even if they're not great they're at least interesting yeah you can see like why why he did this yeah it's it's never like uh you know i I don't know i don't know why i think ding ding cook came up in conversation Mm -hmm. the other day and i was just thinking about wow remember when dane cook was in movies and yeah it was like you know you never saw but even run fat boy run Mm -hmm. which was him being which is after this a romantically which is after this even that had uh, a a sort of comedic tilt to it yeah it wasn't just like Mm -hmm. movies you know making a movie star grab right although that that was he did that because it was directed by david schwimmer who he Made, were f- right. made friends with in... in uh, what was the name of the movie again? Uh, Big Nothing. Big Nothing. That's funny. That's a name you couldn't remember. And it is yeah. not directed by David Schwimmer. It's directed by Jean-Baptiste. Yeah, but Andrea. David Schwimmer's in it. Oh, sure. I just thought yeah. he directed it because he directed Run Fat Boy. Oh, I was like, oh. Did he? We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to Frost later. But yeah, it, 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 was, it, was, interest, it was an interesting time for, for Simon Pegg with mm-hmm. this movie. And uh, it's cool. I'm excited. Welcome back. We kind of just hit the ground running. We didn't even... Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. Uh, yeah, so that's um, that's pretty much it. That's all we got for this one. I mean, it's it's a shot of a of a guy walking down a hallway. He's not even particularly well lit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, on purpose in silhouette. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's there's not a lot going on. But what did do? You, um, have we have we told our stories about the first time we saw Hot Fuzz? I think we have, right? Yes. Well, we would. We, we, it bears repeating if you want. Sure, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So for those of you, uh, we, we I talked about this. And then like I think our pilot, pilot. Like, yeah. When we were talking about like doing the whole show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw this in theaters. I did not see Shaun of the Dead in theaters because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't going to make that mistake twice. Uh, I famously mm-hmm. didn't go see Shaun of the Dead in theaters because I thought the title was stupid. Right. I thought it was going to be like date movie or epic movie. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even exist yet. I still thought it was going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I saw it in theaters with my dad because I wasn't 17 yet. Mm-hmm. So I said, dad, you know, you take me to go see this. He was, you know, I, I'm really lucky. I had one of those dads that would, uh, you know, get me into stuff like Mel Brooks and The Simpsons and whatnot. So uh, I knew our senses of humor. I, I just had a good feeling about it, and I remember he 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 him really liking it and us enjoying it, and it, it it's it's something I remember fondly. And yeah, I mean, I, it's weird. This 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 is the most popular one, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the the crossover album 
Yeah. You know, this is kind of like Edgar Wright's good news for people who love bad news. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so sometimes I forget how much I personally like it mm-hmm. because you get caught up in how popular it is. Mm-hmm. You don't have to defend Hot Fuzz the way you do World's End. Right. Um, right. But yeah, I really, I'm, I am exploring the movie and getting to know the movie doing this podcast. I'm getting really excited. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I saw it uh, when it first came out. It was a empty theater. Um, I think it was a Carasodas in uh, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, it was before AMC bought Carasodas. Uh, and yeah, I, I had to go up to Indianapolis to go see it. Um, I think I went with my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw it and was completely blown away. Just like absolutely loved it. And mm-hmm. then uh, uh, my fr- uh, my friend at the time had already seen it because he lived in a college town. And uh, they had it. And he had seen it like already like three times or something wow. like that. Um, and it got to the point where he said that people were watching it so much because I think it opened um, – Kind of like early summer in like America, April, like March, yeah. April, spring, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and and so like by the time it hit DVD and everything, I guess it was like the go-to like college movie with like guys sure. that year. Mm. And so they would every like party and hangout session he would go to, they were watching Hot Fuzz, and he got so sick of it, he got like sick of the movie, like yeah. where. Um, I just remember, uh, you know, we were doing like our our top 10 that year um, because we did a podcast together and he didn't put Hot Fuzz on his list because he's like, yeah, I I can't I can't watch that movie anymore (laughs) Uh, because he had seen it so many times. And it was like my number one that year. Sure. Uh, And I, I was like blown away. Like I was like, yeah, but even if you saw it a million times, it's like amazing right <laughs> like I mean, that was i remember that was the first time that i was like i was like oh people have weird weird things that like trigger them about movies where they're just like i can recognize this is good but i'm still not i don't like it sure anymore sure, sure, you sure. know um and it's 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 really uh that was like the first time that i was like oh wow like movie criticism can be weird like mm-hmm. it's it's very uh it's not a science yeah it's not a science like sometimes it's just it's just uh, somebody being like, I've watched it too many times, so it's not going to be in my top 10. And it's like, well, that's, a, that's mm-hmm. a silly reason for it not to be in your top 10. But there you go. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was the movie that like a lot of people were talking about that year um, because it was just such a, like people who liked action movies were just like, oh my God, this is, this is like everything that I could possibly want. Right. It is a love letter to... America's favorite kind of movie. Mm-hmm. So it it really is no wonder that this is like the most popular one. Oh yeah, and and we were at like peak Michael Bay at this point too. Right? Yeah, like he hadn't we hadn't really burnt out on him yet. No, it, it was still kind of like you were a you were a Dorcas if you were making fun of Michael Bay. Right. Right. Before he made like eight Transformers movies without right. stopping like the friggin' Crusades. Right. He hadn't made any Transformers movies at this point. Right. Think. Yeah. Two Transformers was like two or three months away. Yeah. 07 was a big summer because we had Spider-Man wow. 3, you had Surf's Up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the three biggest movies of that year. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so um, that's the opening minute of Hot Fuzz. Uh, there is a lot more to talk about um, as we get going this week. But uh, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Nick. Welcome back, Scott. <laughs> and uh, we will... We will, uh, we've got plenty more to talk about this week. Um, if you are not on the Facebook, the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub uh, on Facebook, go join that and, uh, you know, join in the conversation as we're talking about this. 
Um, our lovely British listeners always let us know when we're getting information wrong or uh, fill us in on things that uh, we don't pretend to understand and sure. just um, or try and figure out and uh, do that wrong. Yeah. Um, but in any event, uh, they're always there to uh, to hold our hands and 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 correct us in the nicest way possible. And we appreciate all of them. We appreciate all of our listeners. But yeah, that all happens. That all goes down at the at the uh, Facebook group. So go join the Facebook group. That's the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub on Facebook. Uh, join us there. Join in the conversation. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 2 for the greater good.